0: Love Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Zayer
1: and Kelly Fox. Hello, and welcome to Fearless Generations: Twelve Steps to Freedom. Tonight is Step Ten trust. I am Kelly Fox and I'm excited to be here with you tonight. Terry Sayer is actually not going to be able to join us. She is in charge of her city's fireworks show and it is tonight. So you might actually hear some fireworks while we're doing the show tonight. Um, just know if you those booms are, are all good, they're fireworks. Um, bringing joy, not anything scary. Um, and uh, let's let's talk about trust. This is my favorite step. Um, if you've listened to the podcast um, for a while now, you will know that. Uh, trust is where it all begins with me. And um, the first thing I do to take myself to freedom. We have a great guest coach on the show tonight, her first time on the show. So please welcome Carla E. Miner.
0: Hello. How are you, Kelly?
1: I am good. Thank you. Thank you for being on the show with us tonight.
0: Well, thank you for inviting me. Thank you for having me on.
1: Yes. So, this is your first time on the show. Can you please introduce yourself to the audience? Let us know what you get to do and who you get to serve. E-minor,
0: and I help women to empower themselves in order to find their freedom. So, you and I are in the same boat. I help them to find their freedom from other people's choices, demands, pressure to conform. And I deliver this through self-defense and fighting fitness. So, I teach women to fight. They feel powerful in their bodies, and they, fantastic, they feel fantastic about their bodies. And they begin making choices regardless of the pressure from other people. And I also work with teen girls in workshops. I do self-defense workshops for girls.
1: I love that. And that's I what that. I do. And my daughter, yes. my, my 15-year-old daughter um, told me that she wants to take a self-defense class um so oh, good. maybe we'll head on over to santa cruz next time you have one
0: well it's coming up in almost two weeks july 16th i'm having my summer teens girl self-defense class so we can talk
1: well awesome make sure that you you um post about that in the um get fearless at any age with fearless generations facebook group uh, so we that do. our listeners can have easy access to that and our California local um, can choose to um, attend. Yes. Sounds good. That would be awesome. Yeah. Great. So um, as I said earlier, tonight is about trust, and I love your message. I love the message of being able to trust your body um, and trust yourself. To handle whatever situation comes your way, and that is kind of my definition of trust, as well as being able to trust myself to know to know that I can handle it, that I'm capable, that I'm um, that I can handle whatever comes. And so, what mm-hmm. is your definition of trust?
0: Trust is standing in your center, in your power and feeling what's going on for you in your body. When you're confronted with a situation or you have to make a decision, what is your body telling you? And are you listening to it or are you ignoring it based on what other people are going to think about you? Yeah. Trust really comes from within trusting that your body's messages as well as as all the power that it has, that the messages are also your truth.
1: Yeah. Yeah, trusting your intuition is so important. Um, We're going to be talking about that later this month. And your body, I believe, speaks to you in that, well, to me, my body speaks to me um, in those kind of intuitive hits. Um, yeah. You know, sometimes it's a, a feeling or a sensation in my body and I'm like, okay, this is a pause, check your surroundings, you know, is this a good situation or not? Um, and definitely we need to learn to trust that. Even if it's, a, you know, you see someone walking down the street and you like their outfit and you get an intuitive hit to say, to tell them, hey, I love your outfit, like, trust that, too. But uh um, exactly. But yeah, like trusting your trusting your intuition, trusting your gut, trusting that that um, you know, voice of freedom, whatever you want to call it, um we call it lots of different things. Um yeah, definitely part of trusting yourself. Mhm. I love that. Love that. So when you're working with your clients, what is and and you see that Trusting themselves is something that you're going to want to work with them on. What is maybe your first step that you would take with them?
0: There are multiple things that women bring to the table when they come in to work with me. And what I help them focus on is allowing their body to do the movement, to just feel the movement in their body and let their body do it. So if I'm teaching a specific technique to educate the muscles, not so that they'll run, go out in the street and use this technique, that's not it. It's to re-educate the muscles into, so when there is a situation, a possible situation, the body is going to move because it's used to those reactions that we're working on. And often what happens yeah, is when we're working through that, when we're working through that, their brains take over. The mind wants to talk. The mind wants to lead them, and then they forget and they get all flustered and they they, they don't remember. And so we bring them back to I bring them back to their body every single time because that's where the truth is going to be. And I just keep telling them, "Let your body do it. Let your body do it." And then over time, I see it. This this is in my ongoing Fighter Fit Empowerment program. The workshops yeah. a little bit- because I only have them for a short period of time, but in the on long term program, we work on this
1: constantly, yeah, I bet yeah I've taken um I've taken a class before, but it's like you take the class and it's fun and you learn some stuff, but then you walk away and life goes on and, you know, would I remember that stuff necessarily if the situation arise where I had to use it, you know? So I, I get that
0: you would not, you would not. It's like anything that humans learn. If we spend a weekend immersed in front of a computer with a whole bunch of other people and we're learning Photoshop and they're showing us all these cool things and we end up at the end of the two days going wow that was amazing that was awesome I now I know how to use Photoshop and then we don't do it for three or four or five days or a week and we get back and we go uh wait where was that one thing and we're looking at our what? and we're all confused we're all confused because there was so much information that went into our heads and we we did it so quickly with our fingers and making those connections to the computer, but we didn't do it enough. And that's yeah. the crux of what I teach is that you can't expect to make your body move in the way you want it to move when you have to use it for self-defense. If you don't train it, it has to have that yeah knowledge in the muscles the memory has to be there and what's there is currently whatever you picked up your entire life whatever started when you were crawling and when you were crawling and you were told no stop don't go there and we were given blocks it only grew from there what we were supposed to do and how we were supposed to conform so we stop trusting our bodies and we base it on what others are telling us to do not all parents do that to their kids. I know parents yeah. raise their kids very empowered. However, the majority of people are in fear and they raise their kids in from through their own fears. And therefore we lose yeah. all of our own intuition. We lose all of our trust in our bodies and we base. Okay. What, what's everyone else going to do? If we're, if I'm going yeah. to go to a party with my girlfriends, What's what did we used to do in high school and, and just out of high school and college? And even in my thirties, what are you going to wear? What's everybody going to wear? What are we supposed to wear? And yeah. <laughs> now it's like, what is there a dress code? No dress code. Cool. I just wear what I want to wear. I don't care what anybody else wears. I feel yeah. my intuition. I let my intuition guide me on how do I feel about this event or this party? What am I feeling? Oh, okay. It's this and that, that, this is what I'm going to wear. And that's, the way I do it. And too many of us have lost that trust. Yeah, I believe you.
1: Yeah, I've struggled with trust for a long time. And I definitely was one of those people that would ask um, 10 different people, I had to get multiple opinions um, on, you know, before making a decision. Um, Exactly. You know, I would have to you know, does this look okay? Um, do you like this? You know, should I go yes. here? Should I go there? Um, you know, a multitude of things. Um, yeah, and, as and I you're still such- trusting myself. Uh huh. Right, doubting yourself,
0: even when you made the decision to what to wear, you're still going to doubt yourself. I hope this yes. is okay. I hope I fit in. Yeah, and so that makes it really challenging for women if you're somewhere and some guy starts talking to you and you're okay with it and you're conversing with him and suddenly you get this like you said earlier that gut feeling or that intuitive little message that says something's not right here. It's a red flag. Most women uh-huh. will stay in the conversation and don't know how to get out of it. And yeah, the more you sure. the longer you stay in a conversation and start answering this guy's questions the more he's getting information about you because he's reading your body language and the more information he's, he's consuming to determine whether he can get what he wants outside of this facility. And it really makes yeah. it challenging for women to m- make a decision based on how they're feeling in that moment because there's other people around. And, gosh, I don't want to embarrass him. I don't want people to think that I'm – uh, emotional. Uh, I don't want anybody to make me wrong. And all of these things mean rejection. On some level, they all lead back to rejection. Well, I don't want to be rejected. So I'm going to fit in and I'm not going to make a scene. And I'm going to just, even though this creeper guy, just looked at your breasts and looked back up at your face. To me, that's a yeah. huge red flag in my life. <laughs> it's like, No, 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 yeah. no. More. that ain't going to work here. And most women don't know how to stop the conversation or how to get out of a conversation. So just right now, I'm going to just give them this little thing. When you're talking to somebody and you need to get out of that conversation, you look at them and say, well, you know, it was great talking to you. I'm leaving. It was great to get to know you. I'm going to talk to my friend. It was great to get to speak with you and walk away. And you don't even have to say what else you're going to do. It was good talking to you and immediately walk away. That's how you can get out of those situations. And there will be some people who will continue trying to talk to you. I had a man do that to me. Oh, you're going to leave the the old guy here standing by himself. And I go, yeah, there's a lot of people here you can talk to. And I just walked off. But he was trying to guilt trip me. And there's a lot of that, a lot of guilt tripping, a lot of condescending, a lot of patronizing. And it we have to be able to get clear in our bodies when that's happening.
1: Absolutely. I love that. I love just little little tips of, you know, how to get ourselves out of uncomfortable situations, you know. I know for me I'm very non-confrontational. I don't like having, you know, um you know, arguments or any kind of discomfort. I'm the peacemaker. I want everybody to get along, and and all of that kind of stuff. And so, having something simple to to uh, segue into a different conversation with someone else that's always a good um, a good tip to have in your back pocket.
0: Yeah, it works really well. If if you've introduced yourself and this guy's named uh, John, hey, John it was really good talking to you and just walk away. Just as you're saying that you're turning and you're starting to walk away. It, it, it works every time. I mean, if they, if they do try to continue the conversation, you just keep walking away like you didn't hear it and they will find someone else to talk to. And then if you're really uncomfortable with this guy, when you leave, you need to be using your awareness. When you walk out the door, all the awareness yeah. you need, of size, of motion, and sound, any kind of movement and sound as you get to your vehicle. And be aware that you can use your glass as a reflector to see if anybody is walking so approaching behind you. You can use mirrors, but be aware if you get the creeps from someone when you leave that situation. Be aware of what happens in the parking lot, or wherever you're going to. Yeah.
1: Yeah, such good tips. Yeah. Um, I think that sometimes people, others more, that was definitely me. I would, you know, I would trust the opinion of other people more. But also I had, it was kind of like, well, if it doesn't go right, it's their fault because they told me to do it or they said I should do this, right? So then I didn't have to. I didn't have to, um, blame myself, um, for doing something, uh, because, because I was just following instructions, right? Um, Yes, but, exactly. But we I'm still dealing with consequences. Research. Yeah. So right. it's, it's um... You know, it, it, it's not a win-win situation, even though you kind of think it might be. Um, and then there's people who feel like they can't trust others at all. They can only rely on themselves. But really, if you can't trust others, how much do you really trust yourself? Because if you trust yourself, it doesn't matter what somebody else does. You You can handle whatever comes your way because you trust yourself. Correct. So... Kind of a, a a balance of knowing of knowing when um, when to to trust yourself and when it's it's perfectly all right to get someone's opinion. Um, you know, especially on those big decisions when you want to get you know gather a little bit more information before you decide. True that. Even if you get an opinion
0: from somebody else or several people. And then you make a decision based on their opinions, you are still responsible and accountable for your choice. And that's yeah. a hard one for people to swallow. Well, she told me, or he said this, or whatever it was, you made the ultimate choice. So if I'm sitting there and I have had a glass of wine, and then somebody buys me a glass of wine... Am I going to drink it? Well, it depends on if I have a designated driver. Well, okay, I have a designated driver. Now here comes a third glass of wine. What am I going to do now? Oh, my God, this person, these people are just giving me this wine. And if I get up and fall on my butt, that was my choice to drink that third glass of wine. I did not have to drink it just because somebody else bought it for me. I didn't ask them to buy it for me. I didn't do anything that said, oh, please, you know, give me it. Give, give me some more wine. I have uh-huh. no messages. Here comes another glass of wine. That's not okay. That's my responsibility to either drink it or not. And uh, yeah. um, it, you're right. We blame other people. We blame others when we have made choices that don't work out quite as we wanted them to. It's all us. It's all, we could say, okay, I will not trust that person's opinion again with lesson learned, but I made that choice. Now I'm going to make a different choice. So it still boils down to us and our truth and what we know from what our bodies are giving out. And what we're feeling internally so when we're giving out, what's, what's happening here as I'm interacting with all these people, because that's who's going to hurt us, is other people. I don't walk out in my backyard and go, oh, that squirrel might jump me, or, geez, the cat next door might attack me. They're doing mm-hmm. their own thing. What will hurt me is other humans, other people, and that's who we fear the most is getting hurt yeah. by other people. Why are women scared, not women, but anybody, Just not just women, scared to walk out at night alone? A predominant number of women are afraid of doing that and think it's stupid to do yeah. that. And you're putting yourself in a high-risk situation. Well, what gives men the right to be out at night and women don't have that same right? I'm sorry. That True. does not work in my world. I have the right to walk where I want, to be where I want, just like any man. Now, are there higher risk situations? Yes, of course. It's my choice to either do that or not. But if I choose to do that, I'm going to be prepared. I'm going to prepare my body internally. I'm going to keep my awareness open and do what I want to do. I have walked on the beach at night from Santa Cruz to Capitola Beach when the tide was out and walked probably Mm -hmm. 10 at night and dark, pitch dark. And I passed some guys, a couple of guys, and I just looked at them. I made eye contact and nodded my head. Like, I see you. How you doing? And I kept going and I walked back. I I don't know any, I don't know of any other woman that's done that. I'm sure others have, but none of my friends have. And it's something that, I have within my body because of the training that I have, I have, I grew up with my whole adult life with martial arts training and it was always based in self-defense. And at the same time, teaching women self-defense is where I have been spending my years, all of my adult years. Yeah. And so I, I have it within me, but it doesn't take that long to learn. It doesn't take that long to learn to get your muscles programmed so that you can move in a way that makes you feel so powerful within. Not powerful that you're going to bust your chest out and go, oh, hey, I'm tough, I'm badass, and walk around with an attitude. That ain't it at all. It's feeling the power within your body to have the assertiveness that you need when you have to make a decision and there are other people making different decisions from you. You're able to walk in and just say, hey, this is my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. I had one member who went in to a lineup of five attorneys, and she was interviewing for a job. And she had been in my program about four years, and she was nervous. The night before, she was nervous. She went in the next morning, took in a big, deep breath, and sat down and looked all of them in the eye. They started asking her questions, and bam, bam, thank you, ma'am. She answered them all and got the job. And she said, I would not have been able to do that had I not had this training in my body. So I've got a lot of real-life stories like that that women have told me over the years of how they have dealt with situations. And one woman just six months with me, six months, and she was able to stand up to family members who had bullied her for years.
1: And that.
0: they were shocked. They were shocked. They were just surprised. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. And I told her, have you ever read The Elephant's Child by Rudyard Kipling? Oh, my God. That is all about being bullied. It is the best anti-bully book out there because the, that child, that little elephant child leveled the playing field. And when you level the playing field, then suddenly it's like, oh, I can't take advantage anymore. So it's it's huge. It's yeah. really big to learn how to fight, learn how to defend yourself, because our biggest fear is what? Somebody hurting us.
1: Emotionally or physically. Yes. We don't want to be hurt either way. <laughs> and that's yes. why our yes. fear can take such a hold on us and keep us in our comfort zone, because we feel safer there. Um, we feel yeah. like... The chances that we're going to get hurt are less if we stay in our comfort zone. Um, even if what is in our comfort zone is being bullied, um, we're used to that. And so we stay exactly. there instead of <laughs> exactly. stepping out of our comfort zone and sticking up for ourselves and saying, no, that's not okay. When exactly. I, um, part of Part of my journey of trusting myself, I started to speak up for myself. And my mm-hmm. mom will actually still joke about Kelly, can you just go back to where you didn't say anything? And I'm like, "No, sorry, you're stuck with this <laughs> <Doesn't now." laughs> yeah, once you know, um, you can't ever go back <laughs> i don't I don't just stay quiet anymore. I don't just you know i I speak up for myself i um you know, I mean, I still choose my battles, but um, you know. It, I have set boundaries and I hold those boundaries and yes. uh, if someone else doesn't like it well sorry I'm not I'm still gonna hold them so it's definitely um, part of trusting yourself to create and hold boundaries um, because you have to trust that you can hold that line when someone comes and challenges it
0: exactly and that. The fear of rejection from others and not fitting in is probably way more common than the fear of, of somebody oh, hurting yeah. us because we have we haven't been attacked in our entire life. No one's gonna attack me. What's that about? That doesn't become real until it does happen. And then it's suddenly uh, Oh my God. Oh my God. The the more common fear though are the fears of being rejected. The fears that come up from yeah. Somebody not liking us because we did this, that, or the other, or we chose this and they didn't like that, or you speaking up and standing up to whoever, and you never did before. Now you're doing it, and they're like, "Oh gosh, I don't like that part of Kelly. I'm I'm gonna tell her," you know. And and it just it makes it harder for us when we're looking for the approval of others. It makes it so much harder to make our own choices when we're just waiting for somebody else to say, okay, that's okay, you can do that.
1: Oh, yeah, permission is a huge thing. Um, We talk about uh, that the most common fear is the fear of not being enough. So whatever, enough of whatever, um, not being enough of that uh, to be accepted or loved or um, whatever it might be. Um, and that, that goes right along with um, what you're saying about rejection um, or uh, being liked or, or whatnot. Um, exactly. We are almost out of exactly. time. Sorry about that. We are almost out of time. So um, I know you were talking about having your team um, workshop. Is there, is there something else that you would like to share with the audience that they can take advantage of?
0: There's another workshop for women in October. October 1st, I have a women's workshop. This will be my last teen workshop for the summer, and I might do another one in September, but I have one scheduled October 1st for women only, and that would be 16 and above. And I will be eventually creating some online stuff for people who don't live in the area to be able to take advantage of. But that's on in the works.
1: All right, awesome. Well, where can our audience uh get a hold of you or um follow you?
0: The easiest ways are on socials. I'm at minor son Self Defense and Fitness and that's spelled like my last name, M I N O R. S is in Sam, A is in Apple, N is in Nancy. And I have a Facebook business page called Minors Self-Defense and Fitness. I have an Instagram account and that's at fighterfitcoach.clara. And it's all lowercase at fighterfitcoach.clara for Instagram. And they can email me clara at Com, And they can call me. My website is minorson.com. My phone number is right up at the top of that website.
1: All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show with me tonight.
0: You're so Happy welcome.
1: To work. Thank you for having me. tomorrow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We want to remind you that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. If you would like to know more about Fearless Living, please go check it out at fearlessliving.org. You can find everything Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org. We thank you all for being here with us tonight. We thank Claire for being here with us, and we hope you all have a great uh, Independence Day where we get to celebrate our freedom, and we encourage you to go out and be fearless. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Thank you, and good night.